0: Six One Seven Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. It's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod Six One Seven, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, quarantine nation lovers, muggers, thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. Continue to. Record podcast from an undisclosed location, which might or may not be my home studio, just kind of in the corner of my apartment. But it works, man. It works, man. As long as you can hear my voice, this will be the first in a series of special editions of the Boston podcast created specifically for this freaking situation that we're in. And um, a nod to the businesses out there that are going through some stuff and some businesses that have had to change what they do and maybe need a little extra attention that's right. Um, free advertising for any small businesses in the Boston area who want to tell their story. And my buddy, Darren, was the first one to jump on this opportunity. So please welcome my buddy, Darren Darcy, here on the line, virtually joining me. Wow. I've- first one.
1: Un- the first un- one. First
0: un- one un- I got a bunch more lined up this week, but we thought it was important to um, you yeah, know, I mean, the the take. I feel bad for the restaurants, especially. I feel bad for the, the you know, the, the there are guys coming in to make sure that there's still takeout at like you know IHOP and pizza joints and stuff. And you know, they, they, I, it's not an exaggeration to say they're being brave. Would you agree, Darren?
1: Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. unreal. They they're like um, frontline soldiers. <laughs> These people. They basically are. They
0: basically are. I mean, the, there's this. I mean, this. This is weird, man. I mean, this is like, you know, 12 monkeys, Handmaid's Tale, pick your, pick your post-apocalyptic, you know, movie. We're going to get into movies by the way, because Darren's a filmmaker and a film connoisseur himself. So if you've run out of suggestions and I just confided to Darren before we started uh, recording that I, I found myself watching Jackass three this morning as I was drinking my coffee. There's a problem here. I need better content. And Darren's going to help us with that later. But, um, but yeah, so I feel for these folks. But tell tell us briefly about uh, your business, Darren, and what kind of what's going on.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I've actually
0: recession proof, believe it or
1: not. Um, I've been busier. Uh, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm a total dick, but I've been busier than normal because my business is washers and dryers mostly, appliance, used appliances. Um, 90, appliance, right? Yeah, 90% um, washers and dryers. And I've been really busy the last six weeks because I think people are home and they see their crappy washer and dryer and they're doing more laundry than ever because they're all freaked out about being clean. And I've been getting, I'm I'm literally like out of machines. Really? I just just did one this morning, like real quick to Winthrop. And, you know, that's my thing. I've been trying to do them early to get it out of the way. But I'm, but I'm really, I'm quarantining myself when I'm not working, which is 90% of the time. I just, right. do, I do a delivery or two here and there. And, um, I've been really, really busy, you know, I, I could work probably all day if I, if I was, you know, able to do that without risk to, to everybody. Well, you,
0: you said you're nearly out of washing the dryer. So I was going to yeah. give out your phone number. Is it okay if people still call you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. See you later. All right. I'll <laughs> see you. I mean, I'll In see
0: you'll be getting more, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. I do. I, I got lines on a bunch. It's just a matter of picking them up and, get them, get them delivered, that kind of stuff. But,
0: um, it's yeah, but really, I'm very,
1: really, really out of machines and I am literally, okay. I, I think I have one dryer left.
0: Wow. Holy yeah. Um, Crazy. I'll give out your number if it's okay, Darren, just yeah. if people want to get in touch with you. It's three, three, nine, eight, eight, three, seven, nine, six, nine J and D appliance. And, um, so when what's you've been out, you've probably seen more people in their homes, then most of us, most of us have seen just a few human beings like, like one or two a day. What's the, uh, what's the mood out there? People hanging in there. Have you seen chaos or have you seen the opposite or what?
1: I've actually, in my travels, you know, I still, but I've done a few things here and there. I know you're not supposed to, but I've seen most people act like there's nothing new. Nothing's going on. And I don't find that comforting. Um, Um, Like, for instance, a week week from Sunday, not not yesterday, but a week ago. So, you know, really, we should have been staying home. I was in Winchester Sunday morning doing a delivery, and there's like a park there, like a Fellsway. There had to be 500, 600 cars parked, and they were all all hiking. Families, like crazy. I'm like, oh, my God. Here I am, like gloves on and a mask by myself. Doing a washer delivery to someone's house with distancing and cleanliness, yeah. and then there's 600 people walking around downtown Winchester, like.
0: And did you, yeah, did that? Did you interpret that as a little bit irresponsible on their part?
1: Yeah, I did. Bit, yeah. Um, I thought it was. I mean, it was a Sunday. It was probably the nicest day of the year, basically. Um, yeah. Last Sunday, but I think that was part yeah. of it.
0: I think people um, that that to me does sound a little too casual with the rules. I think people are maybe clinging to hiking and parks because it's, it's, I don't know if it's still really permissible. Some parks I think are closed, some remain open, but some people think, I guess, well, we can still do that. But, you know, uh, given the choice, you you know, stay away. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, my, my trips to the grocery, I take trips to the grocery store in part because, you know, I have a son with autism and we've had many talks about that there. And, uh, he, he needs to, um, he needs to do something to break up the day. You know, he, he, the poor guy is, he clings to routine. He's doing great, but yeah. just to even drive to the supermarket is at least something that kind of clears his head. And, um, you know, I'll leave him in the car, but I'll go in with my mask, but the, um, my trips to the supermarket have been, have gotten, at first I was like, I'm usually pretty casual about the stuff. So I'm like, no big deal. I get in, I get out. Then they came with the mask order. And then, and now the supermarket is doing a pretty good job, like setting up these kind of makeshift rules and tape on the ground, telling you where to stand. But it, it is a little nerve wracking. You tend to get bothered by such stuff or.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, we've, um, we've gone like, I think three or four times I live with, um, my girlfriend and her son's here from college, just the three of us. Mm-hmm. My kids are all, all different places. And then my son with autism is down the street from me. I live like a mile from him okay. and I haven't really spent a lot of time with him because he's with his mother and my other son. And I've been kind of, you know, I miss him tremendously actually, but I usually take, pick him up and take him to go to the grocery store, go to do deliveries with me. He helps me a lot. Well, but, that's um, good. I, he doesn't understand it really. You know, he's, he's not really high functioning, but,
0: um, you know, my son says, uh, yeah, my son is kind of medium functioning, I guess. And that yeah. might be given the benefit of the doubt, but my son he says he, he, well, in his, the way he thinks, like, I think, although, you know, you never really know, he says things like, this is kind of like a snowstorm <laughs> and I know, and I know what he means is like everybody hunkered. It down. is like
1: a snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's like it's, the blizzard of 78 times a million
0: exactly it's like the longest freaking it's, frickin snowstorm it's a, that's my
1: yeah. new favorite line it's like a snowstorm
0: it's like a snowstorm and yeah. he says and then he's adopted the john mayer song <laughs> wait, waiting for the world to end is that the name of that song and adrian says john wait,
1: mayer.
0: Uh, well you're not missing much but anyway adrian created his own song called waiting for corona to end so we okay kind of, that's cool his spirits are high all things considered but yeah um you know the the like i said before it's when you, when you go outside like to the supermarket and and there's no rhyme or reason to it. We we were driving around and I, we went into a market basket. There was a huge line outside. Now that I presume yeah. is because they're only letting so many people in at a time. I've seen but the
1: lines. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But then we went to stop and shop like a mile down the road. There was like nobody there. So I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't know if there's something magical about market basket. But.
1: Yeah. Market basket attracts more people. No doubt. Um, yeah. My, you know, sad story. My cashier, you know you know me, I'm a personality guy. I always mm-hmm. joke with the cashiers and, make you know, especially sure. this time, I, I really make sure they knew I appreciated them working. My cashier died. Um, oh, my
0: God. Yeah. She, you mean the cashier that you typically have seen at the supermarket? Is that you're talking I, about?
1: I've had her, like, three of the last five times I go to this particular market basket. She works at the one in Salem, mm. and she also works at Walmart in uh, Lynn. I'm sorry, in Saugus. Oh. What was it? Lena Saugus. I, I forget. She has two jobs. She's from Guatemala. Um, she's married to a guy I grew up with. She passed away two weeks ago or a week ago, whatever.
0: From the virus, I take it. And
1: I talked to her the day I had her. And I said, oh, and it, it looked, there was no lines. They actually had everybody working to eliminate the lines. And I thanked her for that. And she said it was her day off.
0: <laughs> so yeah.
1: She, she said, today's my day off. And I came in just to... Oh, my so God. I, and... Um,
0: how did you find out that she had passed away?
1: Um, it was posted on Facebook and then two or three days ago, maybe four days ago now, CNN actually recognized her. Um, oh my on a, on the morning broadcast. Um, they poppy hollow and mm-hmm. her guy there, Tapper is that his name. Um, they they recognized her. Yeah. It was pretty cool. They um but she's yeah, she's fifty nine. She died. So that's my so what, first uh, connection. How
0: do we how do we? Yeah, I know, and and they're coming for all of us. Sadly, I think, but we. Um, when you when you heard that though, she doesn't. I mean, I guess she's over. She's she was nearly sixty. You said right, so yeah. I guess yeah. maybe a little more at risk than
1: she might that, have been. She's very yeah. small. She was very tiny, like four eleven. Yeah. I think she was. Um, well, I read her obituary, but um, yeah. So that hit that hit that us. Hit, um, I literally time. was talking to her like two weeks ago, like joking mm-hmm. around with her and. You know, so that's there you go. Crazy. And then, well, and those people are those people at such risk working there. My stepdaughter works at the one in Middleton market basket. And uh we worry about her, you know.
0: For sure. Then, yeah, anyone that's in constant contact. And it's it is like just kind of haunting to think that, you know, you could be symptom free one minute, you could be, you know, have symptoms the next. It's and we don't think it's going to happen to anyone we know, and now it's happened to someone you know. And the celebrities they that have contracted it keep the list keeps going, and some of them have already passed away. And it's it is creepy, man. Let so um, before we end, we're going to lighten things up a little bit, and Darren's going to give us a couple movie recommendations. We'll talk a little movies just because um, we'd like to do the good stuff portion of the show. But again, I want to make sure people know that at pod617.com the boston podcast network we are saluting doing our, our very you know however small part to get the word out about businesses small businesses really any businesses if you want to keep reminding people about what you do and give out your info with darren darcy today company is j d appliance 339-883-7969 before we get to the movies darren um Oh yeah, by the way. So if you want, I didn't finish the thought it's, it's I'm only on my third cup of coffee. I (laughs) got to ratchet. But the thought was, if you want to be featured, just please go to our website, pod617.com or heck just email me, David at pod617.com. We'll get you on. There's no charge for this. Of course, just come on, talk about what you do and we'll, you know, commiserate a little bit. Did you, um, uh, apropos of nothing, Darren, did you happen to catch Saturday night live? Yeah, I did because
1: of you. I, I, Watched it this morning before I popped on with you to so I could give you a little feedback on what you said. Um, so I didn't. I'm up to like I paused it right around um, right after the the Zoom sales meeting, and then there was one okay. more. Skit. Um, right.
0: So you didn't get up to weekend update, yeah. I
1: did not make it there. No. Oh, I got Larry David, uh, and and that's yeah. when I heard the microphone was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I thought so, that skit sucked so bad. Like, I'm sorry. Pete Davidson yeah. doing the rap songs is awful to me. Yeah. I didn't I like try Peter not to. Bader Ginsburg. I can't stand that character. And I, I did like the Zoom a little bit with the sales meeting. The two secretaries did not use a computer because I could relate. Yeah.
0: It should, but it should have been funnier. And
1: Yeah. yeah. So right now I give it a, a D, right, so far. But I haven't got halfway through it yet, really.
0: I Yeah. A couple of the sketches I had to just stop watching because it was – painful to me and now mind you Darren's referencing like that i posted something on facebook about this and i try not to be too much of a bastard on facebook but just making observations what my original post was great job saturday night live in doing this you know i mean good on you and you got tom hanks i mean who is you know the the poster child of you know coronavirus for better or for worse he, he says he's like a laboratory rat right now and he looked great and he's fine and he's obviously doing his thing from his apartment or whatever that was it looked like a, a penthouse suite of some sort, but he was funny and he kind of kept it brief and uh so yeah you, you was this should i thought he was pretty good you yeah, didn't think he was good i don't know man well it gets the show got worse that <laughs> i thought it was pretty telling what he said he said well is this going to be funny and he said eh, you know it's snl you get a, a few laughs probably a couple stinkers in yeah. there that, that was that the really...
1: funniest line that he that he knows the show isn't as good as it used to be
0: exactly and so but the, the the okay so listen you can do a show remotely and my my only beef was um set aside the fact that it's a great it was a great thing they did yes i'm I'm on board great good on you, saturday night live you got the you know looks like almost uh 20 or so cast members, you know, from their homes, piecing it together for a show. Great. But see the way I look at it is, is some of these late night guys have been doing it for a couple of weeks now from their home. And John Oliver has been doing almost the same show he does before. It's a little weird not to hear the audience, but still pretty darn good show. Very well produced. Stephen yeah. Colbert, John Krasinski's popped up with this some good news thing. I can't wait to see episode three. He's just killing it. Okay. And SNL, you know, the the low of the low, you haven't seen the weekend update yet, but they tried to put some so-called audience members on a zoom call so they would laugh along with with uh, Michael Che and Colin Yost, and it just didn't work. It yeah. just it yeah. sounds it, and then the Zoom call one, that's one that's a skit that they could have done non-quarantine you know what I mean like to just to satire a zoom call but now we're in this era everyone's doing zoom calls every day and I don't know like yeah they had 80 Bryant take her laptop into the bathroom it's like no don't do that and but we've already seen that on a real zoom call and we were laughing because that the clips like that have gone viral so uh, that's my end of SNL rant so people did people were coming at me like the audio quality was not the point. The point was that they produced a the show, and it's like, well, oh, yeah. So what? It right. can still be good. Yeah. It can still be good. Yeah. I mean, you remember? You remember what they did post nine uh, eleven? Do you remember that episode? I don't. I don't no. actually. Yeah. That's okay. I'll remind you. Um, they had Giuliani on, standing in front of uh, Giuliani alongside uh, sane Giuliani. Pre pre crazy Giuliani. Pre vampire. Exactly. And standing with Lorne Michaels in front of a bunch of first first responders who had been there at nine eleven, and they had Paul Simon just play the boxer, which is just like the quintessential New York song. And it was freaking brilliant. And then at the end, um, Lorne says, so, Mayor, should we do a show? He says, he says, yes. And Lorne says, can we be funny? And Giuliani says, why start now? And which is just a good kind of little jab. Anyway, um enough of my yapping, and Darren. Let's um <laughs> let's hear about some of your uh, movie recommendations as we do this edition, special coronavirus edition of good stuff. Oh, that's some good stuff.
1: That's good stuff, baby
0: okay it's we, we're, kind of, we're doing our snl thing if it's not perfect then uh, who cares <laughs> i'm sorry you were saying my friend you were saying
1: i just wanted to say one last thing about jnd appliance yeah. if anybody's sure. looking for a good you know reconditioned washer dryer set um i deliver anywhere so doesn't matter where you live um i set it up i install it i test it if if you need me to take the old ones away i take them away too if you don't have any old ones that's okay um, I bring all the hoses, the electrical cords for the dryer, which are different on each occasion, and usually it sets around four hundred, four hundred fifty dollars in that range. Just so you know, I'm not—I don't break the bank with people, and it's a fair business.
0: I'm going to recommend you from now on, and now that I—I I know that you travel anywhere, yeah. My girlfriend had um, had hers replaced, and. It was a chore just because she was getting different numbers from different people. And what yeah. you really need is someone you can trust. And I can vote, vote for Darren. I mean, you know, he has a few enemies out there, but you know, they're bad people. So don't worry about it. That's a joke people. That's a joke.
1: <laughs> and they all got good washes and drives. Even the enemy.
0: <laughs> good or bad. <laughs> they all get good washes and drives. All right. So you're uh now we've talked about this in the past. You've dabbled in filmmaking yourself in the past.
1: Yeah, right? I, I did, like, um, when the last crisis hit our country, in 07 and 08, I was, uh, I was on the cutting edge of that one. Um, yep. I lost, in the same, what, three months, I lost my house, my job, and my wife, and oh, my joy. kids. So that was a fun time. And then um, my youngest daughter, Nina. is, just-
0: um, You know, as Harold Ramos said to Bill Murray and Stripes, at least you've got your health. <laughs>
1: Who's going to water the plants? Yeah, there you go. I, there you go. I tried to get her to stay, but with the plants, sorry, but she wouldn't go. Um, my youngest daughter Nina is a, is a professional child actress for years. Um, so I was always the guy that brought her to set and did stuff with her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like oh eight, oh nine, they said, I they gave my daughter coffee. She was like eight or nine years old, and. I was upset, (laughs) so I told the director, you should probably do this scene now because she's all wired and coughing. She's already wired in general, so now she's doubly wired. Mm. And he goes, oh, he goes, you're a writer. And then it hit me, I'm like, you fucking right, I'm a writer, (laughs) so I started writing. That was the day I decided to get into film, literally from a comment, and um, it just clicked. I was like, yeah, I think I am a writer. So yeah, ever since then, I, I I did a few things from like 09 to about, I want to say to like five or six years ago, I kind of stopped. But mm-hmm. I did a lot of short films I produced and wrote um, a couple of features I produced and directed, helped direct, write. Um, yeah, so I've done it. Um, I've been mm-hmm. on set with major film stars that you all know. And then I've been with people you don't know. I've, I've done the whole thing, you know.
0: You can drop some names if you want to. Just pick them <laughs> up. <right> out,
1: okay? <laughs> my my favorite actor that I've actually worked. I was I was see. I've also dabbled. When you meet these, when you get into this film world too, when you start doing things, like you do favors to people and you expect something back. So I've been like in a few films as like an extra in you know, a minor minor part, just to fill a role they didn't have. So mm-hmm. I've actually done a. I've actually worked on a movie with John Travolta. <laughs> really? I've never seen it. I've, I'll never watch it. It's, so bad. It's called The Forger. I was in that. Really? That's terrible. Don't watch I'm it. About, trust me. It, what, <laughs>
0: how do you know it came out so bad?
1: I, Because I'm in it, uh, number one. <laughs> I think on Rotten Tomatoes, when it came out, I'm a huge Rotten yeah. Tomato guy. Yeah, me too. Let, people that know me know that about me. I've, I've been on them for years, um, but I think it got like an eight.
0: I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, really nine, funny. nine. You you sold it short. It's nine. You got a nine. Uh, but I'll say this: forty-four people. Oh, you know what? I've heard of this movie, right? So you were in this tough. movie?
1: Yeah, I'm. Mean, I don't know if I made the cut, but I I did a scene in a bar in Boston. Um, oh, cool. A Milk Street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 9%. And it, was the fun, it was the fun. I knew it sucked. I could see like what was going on with the whole film. I could tell it sucked. And. I ended up meeting the executive producer of the film. Now I'm this little fledgling filmmaker trying to meet guys like this, which is why I'm on these sets. Right. And I'm finally meeting a guy who's a, he did, he did Drowning Mona. Okay. He did Kill the Irish, Kill the Irishman. Mm-hmm. And he's all into me. He thinks I'm a fucking riot. He's, he's ready to, you know, I, I got my cell phone in my pocket, but you're not supposed to have it on during, you know, I'm standing outside the bar waiting to be called into a scene if they need me, basically on standby. Right. And I'm meeting this guy, and I'm so happy. I'm digging my phone out of my pocket, which I'm not supposed to have. And we're exchanging phone numbers, and they fucking call me to be in the scene. Nice. And when I came out, he's gone.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah, he was gone. I, I got. I finally figured out who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really. I didn't even get an introduction. But we talked for like 20 minutes, and he was laughing. He was. He had me in all kinds of meetings, like meeting stars, and you know, it was cool guy he made some really good films that one's not one of them but I hope he's not listening but
0: <laughs> well one but yeah, of the, uh... I met a
1: few. i met a few guys my daughter met and worked with tom cruise on is it night and day is that what it's called yeah night and day
0: night and day yeah yeah no and I actually
1: i did a little a cameo in the beginning of that movie too myself
0: did you really wow yeah. now i gotta check all this stuff out the j- just uh not to pile on but this was uh, a segment of the review on the Forger, written by Richard Roper of the Chicago Sun Times. the The review <laughs> reads, the review reads like this: "What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> Which I, you, I saw that. I mean, I saw out, that happening. That? You, yeah. yeah uh, oh, you saw the the dynamic. I was like,
1: what you, are they doing with this movie? Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, he further writes: If you check out the Forger, you might well find yourself saying that time and time again, like you were, Darren as the entertainingly terrible performances keep piling up while the plot dares you not to chuckle at the audacity of it all. Wow, <laughs> he didn't leave any meat on the bone there.
1: Um, it's probably a $50 million production. And I made a film for 30 grand it sucked and it sucked less than this one so <laughs> like, where's my where's the where's the money you know
0: that was the film reviews um uh you know that was on the on the poster it said it it sucks less than the <laughs> forger and cost a lot less money to make
1: we we, we saved <laughs> Four million, forty million 40 million dollars making this fuck ass film
0: you're welcome america um so yeah what do you watch what are you watching now you got some recommendations for us?
1: all right so i just started binging last night ray mm-hmm. donovan which everyone oh. everyone's been watching that i'm yeah. a huge hbo guy so to get me to watch a showtime or a stars show is um you know takes a lot mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like it i when i watch a showtime show i can see the, the minor flaws that HBO never has, like the HBO, HBO spends off, more yeah. time production-wise, and yep. you know they they pay they they'll play they'll pay 150 million dollars for a set to make it look so authentic, and and Showtime doesn't. You get just you can see the value of the of the production, you know, and I can see yeah. some flaws with Ray Donovan, but it's still pretty good, you know. Yeah, I, like I got on Bauer it. As, Stephen Bauer as the. As the Muscle Man is kind of like mm. a stretch, but um, the rest of the cast is pretty good.
0: John Voight, you like John Voight, and uh, yeah, Ray Donovan? He just like had him. a he just had such a cool revival of his career. It's like there are two different John Voights. There's the one from you know Midnight Cowboy, and then there's the one from like everything over the last like 15 years. He was I don't know if uh, I got the time frame right, but he showed up in the movie Heat. Remember as one of the heavies, the the Heat with. Uh, De Niro and um he
1: was in that you
0: know for sure yeah oh, yeah yeah and then he would turn up again as just the bad guy and now and then he's kind of got into this thing as the ne'er-do-well as he is in Ray Donovan he just play, who, what does he play Ray's dad right yeah
1: he's awesome he's he's yeah. he, he makes the show go he's 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 so um so he's so Boston you know he's a Boston criminal and he's yep. he, he has no ethics no goof but he's trying to be like helpful to his family you know but he, he doesn't know how to do it
0: I'll give you the reverse of Ray Donovan. The the bad version of it is Mark Wahlberg's um, try at the Spencer, uh, the driving the Spencer thing. It, he's only it's only been one like movie. I, I don't know if it's supposed to be a series, but man, did that suck! It just like paper thin characters and like not in this not in this town, you yeah. know, you crap. And we're gonna throw you in the back of this bar and then throw you out and. I mean, I've worked
1: uh, with, I worked with I worked with his brother on a movie, um, Artie, the oldest brother. But oh, um, that, I'm, not a, big, covers, I'm right. not a Mark Wahlberg fan at all. He was great in um, uh, Boogie Nights.
0: Boogie yeah. Nights, of course. He's Unreal. been in some movies, and and I I think he he I mean it's it's an easy for him, but he gets the he at least gets the Boston accent right. But this was just I was shocked that he was attached to it. He was you see his name pop up as executive producer. He was executive producer on he's like, uh, Boardwalk, he's like, Boardwalk Empire, which I binged last year, which is fantastic.
1: I, I used yeah, I, I knew an actor on that one. Um, the butcher, the Jewish butcher. Oh yeah. Forsyth. Yeah. yeah that was great. That's a great show, actually. That's a good one. If if you don't watch that, you're missing out, you know. That's a great, great show. And they spent so much money making that look so good, you know. And everybody's yeah. in that. Everybody, like, Cannavale's kind of in it. Stephen, um, Stephen um, the guy who plays Capone, very good actor. Stephen Joyce. I can't oh, think yeah,
0: he's been in Snatch and a lot of those movies. Um, this kind of... Uh,
1: he took off know, from, big from big that show. He took off big time.
0: He's fantastic. But, yeah, for those that don't know, Boardwalk Empire stars Buscemi as a somewhat fictionalized version of this New Jersey gangster who just ran the boardwalk on New Jersey during the era of prohibition but yeah then you see all these i kept running back to wikipedia to see wait did that guy really exist like yeah so and so and supposedly it was a
1: true story but not a hundred percent yeah
0: right right and obviously they've invented you know the dialogue yeah. on certain scenes but they're they are based on true characters and right. including uh meyer lansky that's the, the beginnings of the jewish mob which i found interesting because my grandfather uh came from the same town as meyer lansky in. Wow. um in Grudna, which is now part of Belarus. So a little factoid for you there. Um, Myers yeah, got any- the
1: best bookie line of all time. When, What's he, that? when he took his first bet, the guy he took the bet from said, how are you so sure you're going to win the bet versus me? He goes, because you picked first. You pick. he, he's wanted to pick what, opposite what everyone else was picking. Right, right, so that's, right. how, that's how he became, became a bookie. Yeah. He, he let everyone just be wrong. He was a contrarian. That's what made him rich.
0: Exactly, yeah. What well, I asked, um, that's Maddie been a great
1: cast, though. Uh, at, watch that show, that's a fantastic show. You get Shay Wingham, um, the guy, um, Michael, um, uh, what's Michael Shannon? Michael Shannon plays the yeah, FBI I, conflict, those eyes, those uh, eyes. He's, he, he's amazing. in that. I think that got him going, too. You'll see a lot of actors in that show that are, you know, sub, you know, B characters they ran everything now. That show had everybody, you
0: know. Yeah, Michael Shannon. For those that don't know, is he? he, I I think you're right. I think that was his breakthrough performance. But he's you. You you might know him from uh, The Shape of Water. He's the bad guy. Well, well, bad guy. He's the government agent, right? But yeah, he's um, in everything now. Now he's you see him in everything. Yeah, Um, yeah. Any good movies you've you've Yeah, I
1: I mean, I look for good ones and I don't watch shitty ones. But uh, I watched a good one this month. Um, I believe it's called The Wind. Oh, the winds. Um, it's set in like the early 1900s or late 1890s, something like that. This, family, this husband and wife, they live in a cabin in the, in in like the valley. Like a, there's no one around, no neighbors. And then they have a, couple, a young couple that moves in like a mile from them. So that's like the only people they talk you know, when to. When you about a subject to it's, think you're right. It's a psychological horror. Mm-hmm. Really, really good.
0: Um, let me see if I can pull up the trailer too. This is the wind, um, from like 2018 or so. Yes. Is that, oh, in, I the would movie say
1: in the last three years. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. And you don't know okay. any of the actors, which I liked.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to play, uh, look at technology here. Look at what we do. I'm going to share my screen with you, Darren, and you can take a look at the And we're going to share the computer sound. And uh, yes, this is our life. These are Zoom meetings. And here's the trailer to uh, The Wind. Let's take a listen. I came across an empty cabin about a mile east of here. Are you out here alone?
1: No. No longer a God-fearing woman. hmm?
0: I don't suspect God has much business out here. Got new neighbors,
1: what are they like? A little funny, funny,
0: nervous. Is there a church nearby? Not enough people around here yet. How many? Four. Is
1: that what we look like to them? A little flickering light in the middle of nowhere.
0: Wow, so sometimes kind in of- the rain of appropriate for the times we're living in because you get people in isolation right <laughs> yeah exactly. so so, the, so yeah the premise seems to be that um there's a strange new person in town in this very small village or is that what's going on or?
1: It's, there's literally two people living in this so-called village and then, okay, two, more people, right. then two more people come yep. and then that priest that shows up he's in about two scenes and he's the fifth mm-hmm. character. So it's really character-driven five people in the movie, which wow. I appreciate as a filmmaker because the hardest thing as a filmmaker is to have 30, if you're independent film, having 35 locations, you know. I've always tried to make my next film in like literally one or two locations. And this one does it all in one location. So it's
0: Like a one-act experience. play. Yeah, it's on streaming on Showtime. Yeah. and yeah. And something called epics fubo fubo f-u-b-o maybe epics as well i don't know i go for there's a little tip for your uh, viewing uh, people who are binging stuff if you don't know what network or streaming service the thing is on go to justwatch.com not a sponsor of this show but it's a good website justwatch.com so from that i know the wind is free on it showtime yeah and and uh 2.99 if you want to buy it rent it on amazon and then there's something called Fubo, which is another street. There were too many streaming services. I get confused.
1: Do you have to wait anyway. for Fubo to watch it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Fubu>. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is Fubar, if you ask me. Um, so, uh, Darren, thanks for joining. We're kind of up against the clock here now. But um, any other tips t- since we're in this good good stuff segment? Any other good tips for people? To- What's your favorite quarantining tip to, to stay sane? Any uh, anything? It could be food. It could be um, s- some way to—I uh, don't know—shoot fireworks off of your roof to amuse yourself. I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> I have like a,
1: a little backyard fire pit that I made, so that's kind of nice. cool. And I, I, my girlfriend and I sit out there and just do this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's what we're all doing. We're I've been drinking quite of- a bit.
1: I did get coronavirus tested. I forgot to mention that to you. I got—I oh, you- actually got coronavirus virus tested on Saturday
0: and, and uh, tell, tell us just because you were concerned with people you've been in contact with yeah
1: because i i thought maybe i'm being a little risky doing my job delivering washes and dries even though i have been participating in a safe way people people still touch me and want to shake my hands i can't stop them yeah. they actually walk up to me and shake my hand after I, after the deal and i'm like listen i can't shake your hand but they just do it anyways so i was kind of nervous about that so yeah i went through saturday morning up in lowell they have a um they have a CBS, uh outdoor. It's at, it's actually at the movie theater. And there's a big okay. parking lot in a circle there, and there's an outback there. But there's a huge parking lot that's empty, and they had tents set up. It was just like right out of the Contagion movie, you know?
0: Yeah. Wow. Of
1: course, I had my lady. I had my lady in stitches. There's a <laughs> there's a there's a word on the form they give you to, to how to you got to swab yourself. So you take okay. they hand you a package. They swab you. You swab yourself and they tell you how to do it for 30 seconds each nostril. But it's called um oh, what's the word <laughs> on the pamphlet? It was hilarious. Um, oh, I wish I had it. I wish I had it. I'll
0: have to get back So you so you and then did you get the results fairly? Nubinated.
1: It's called Nubinate. They, they say please, yeah. please nubinate. So I was wow. so I became the Nubinator and I started talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I said, I said, give me the swab. <laughs> I, I analyzed the situation and wrote, fuck you.
0: Get to, get to the tent. I need to get tested. That's good. That's
1: so, good. I, like, I had to, literally, the lady had to leave. She was laughing so hard. I, I, I improved like 10 minutes of stuff because it's a huge wait. You're there for like 45 right. minutes to an hour, and then you get away the half an hour afterwards. So, I was going like stir crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I had a sub, a white claw, two white claws, and a sub. <laughs> well, i was waiting
0: <laughs> well that's a full day right there you got if you, you don't know if you,
1: if you got it or not see both my yeah. girlfriend and i have like multiple symptoms so we were both worried we both okay. had like, t- ch- uh, chest tightness um throat oh, we, we had a bunch of symptoms we don't have a fever that's so we we're optimistic because we don't have a fever mm-hmm. so i was worried we were worried we, we, we got tested and we we're both yeah.
0: negative i mean I, I you talk about how you knew Someone or at least acquainted with someone who passed away from the virus. I had found out that a friend of mine uh, whose mom would tested positive and was in the hospital. And this, you know, this is a woman of 90 years old or more or, or around there anyway. Yeah. And I, just, as we're on this podcast recording, I just got um, the word that she passed away. So, um, and it's just a sad new reality. I'm worried for my parents, you know, they're up there in age, they're right. doing their quarantining, but, um, there's not much more you can say other than hang in there. There's gotta be something on the other side of this. We might, we might not be shaking hands ever again. Some people say, but that'll be a small Which price is to good pay. By me. I'm good with that. Okay. We'll just, the, the uh,
1: Japanese do it right. The bowing.
0: All right. Yeah. So, I'm uh, Darren and I are bowing at each other right now. It's the best we can do. But listen, now uh, you're an, an awesome sport, an awesome guest, as I Anytime, dude. With Darren. And um, so, if you need a uh, washer, dryer, of course, I'll remind people one more time that, uh, and it, now it's off my screen. Darren, you remind us how we get in touch with you, J&D Appliance. Uh, yeah, phone number 339
1: 883 7969. Uh, email Darren D E R R O N D eighty two at gmail.
0: Yeah, you, you get in touch with the man. You can trust. I'm pretty this man. fast
1: to respond. I, I mean, people call me for machines. I literally have them up and running within an hour or two of if I'm free.
0: Fantastic. And we need to keep doing the laundry, man. I mean, I think you're going to remain busy because these these lawn, these laundry machines are Well, then again, some people don't bother doing laundry at all during this period. It's kind of feast or famine. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it Tops. Everybody's watching the tops. The bottoms, you know, nobody cares what you're wearing on the bottom, right? All right. On behalf of Darren, uh, my name is Dave. This is the Boston Podcast, and thank you for listening. Go to pod617.com. We're still producing podcasts of all sorts. If you're a professional and you want to start one up now, actually, it's a pretty damn good time to do it. We'll send you a quality USB mic on the house if you want to start a podcast with us. And a reminder that anyone who owns a business we like the small businesses because we want to make sure that they keep doing what they're doing but really any kind of business we would love to have you on the show and have you promote what you do and that is all on the house so thanks for listening to the boston podcast once again on behalf of darren darcy my name is dave i'm just a guy from boston but if you're not from boston you must be the other guy have a good day everybody